Welcome to the AP Podcast. Today we have J.R. Burgess with us today. Very highly respected guy in the medical uh, industry. It helps a lot of people out. How's it going, Jr.? Doing great. Thank you so much for having me on here, Austin. So excited to talk fitness, healthcare, hope, future, and anything that, that you know you, you think would be of, of value to your audience today. Yeah. yeah, no, I'm super excited to get going with this because you got a lot of a lot of insight to share. I'm very happy to have you on. Um, just for everybody tuning in, um, what we're going to be kind of going over today is a lot of different stuff, actually. Um, but we're going to be going over things about, you know, if you're debating on going through surgery or not, um, maybe if you have, you know, you're overweight or obese and you're looking to do a tummy tuck or something like that, rather than going that route, maybe looking at the different lifestyle changes we can use. Um, we're going to be going through a lot with you know, people that JR has helped. And um, if you guys listening in, I've had family members or yourself that are going through these scenarios or, or, you know, situations, definitely remedies to help you guys start being pointed in the right direction without the use of, you know, all these prescription drugs and all these medical bills with, you know, ongoing uh, band-aids, I guess you would call them instead of the prevention method or actually helping you for the long term. So I'm going to first start off and um, I just want everybody listening in to get a little backstory on JR. So go ahead and uh, kind of give us how you got into the, the medical field in, the, in the nutrition and health and all that kind of stuff. Oh, my pleasure. So I was an athlete and I played college rugby and baseball and my body was pretty beat up. Um, even before I finished undergrad, I'd already had four knee surgeries. Um, I had chronic pain, but going through grad school, I always wanted to be on like a professional sports team or somewhere in in sports. Um, I was a personal trainer because in in my sports, I was a captain. I was always a coach, even though I was a player coach. And one of my patients was diabetic type one and he had a torn rotator cuff and I was training him and he was pretty much a hundred percent. And he had came to me and said, you know, and I would play rugby on the weekend for, for men's league still after undergrad. And I would limp all week long because I was in such pain. And he says, JR, you should go see this Dr. Baumgartner guy. He does prolotherapy and PRP. That's where you take your own blood or you take um, dextrose and you inject that in the body and you start to heal. And I was like, well, what's that? Because I had already tried surgery. I'd already had cortisone shots, physical therapy, electronic stim. I did everything the traditional sense of medicine was out there. So I decided to go give this Dr. Baumgartner a try. And I did a little research on prolotherapy and heard it's been around for 80 years and that he was a pioneer and he teaches other physicians. And I went to him and he says, JR, because you exercise and eat better already, you're a trainer, you live healthy, you're probably going to get a good outcome. But I would like to look at a few of your labs to make sure your testosterone, your vitamin D, your thyroid is functioning the right way. That way, when I do PRP and prolotherapy to your body, you, you recover the best and you have the best outcome. So I went and saw him. I, I tuned up some of my labs with the blood labs he took. Three months later, I was due 100%. I had dealt with this pain for three years. I was back to playing rugby in amateur baseball at full strength. And I was an instant believer. And he said, JR, you know, many patients come to me just like you. If they're overweight or, or not healthy, I can give them an injection or an epidural. But I feel like I'm just covering it up if they're overweight and they're not active and living. And he says, I'm also family practice. And if somebody comes in, if they have heart disease or diabetes or autoimmune disease, I feel if I just give them a medication or a supplement, I'm just covering it up. You think you'd be interested in joining me 
and being a concierge to my patients. I see you get a lot of results with your clients at the gym. You're focused on exercise, nutrition, behavior change, functional movement. I believe that is what healthcare is. Everything else is just managed care. Do you yep. think you'd be interested in joining me and being a part of my mission to redefine healthcare? And that's where it all began 10 years ago. And we haven't looked back. And now we have one of the world's largest integrated centers in the United States. And we help over 72 practices around the world implement a, a very similar model to ours. Yeah. Wow. No, that's, that's awesome. That's quite the story. And um, I like that it's going towards a direction for redefining the vision is the redefining of, you know, healthcare and all that kind of stuff. And um, a lot of the listeners right now may not know even what PRP and stuff like that is. If you want to dive into it just a tiny bit right now, it's, it sounds like you're, you're um, not like blood doping, but you're maybe trying to raise the red blood cell count and stuff in their body and, and, you know, messing a little bit with their hematocrit levels or kind of explain exactly what um, that's, that's like. Yeah, good, good, you know, question is what we found and what research find is that the body's own ability to heal is impeccable. However, there's all these toxicants, all these lifestyle, all these managed care. You take a medication, it's doing, it has side effects. It's ruining your mitochondria health. It's ruining your gut health. It can maybe help a symptom and it can maybe manage pain, but it's not a long-term effect. Meaning for centuries, our body's had its own ability to heal through your own hormones. Your body has stem cells in it. So platelet-rich plasma has a lot of growth factors. You draw your own blood. You separate all the red blood cells that cause inflammation, and you have what they call the, the PRP, the platelet-rich plasma. And when you get an injury, let's say chronic Achilles tendonitis, blood flow stops going to there. You get chronic muscle fibers. Its ability to regenerate has stopped. So when you go do PRP and you inject that solution in there and your own growth factors, it starts to reintroduce blood flow. It starts to restart to heal and regenerate versus most people when they get injured, they tell them to go on anti-inflammatories like ibuprofen. They tell them to ice, which stops the blood flow. It's actually, you're hurting the injury process when you do some of those things from a chronic recovery. So platelets, your body's own ability to heal with the stem cells, there's, there's three levels. The prolotherapy, that's instead of the dextrose that has the sugar, can refire those nerves, reintroduce that blood flow to that tissue. Um, it's been around for 80 years. There's numerous studies. Somebody go to our website. PRP is that next level, which is your own platelets. And then there's stem cells. So if you go in your fat adipose or you go into your, your, your pelvis and in your bone marrow, that's where you have your stem cells. So you can separate out the blood, the um, marrow, and extract the stem cells. And then when you go inject that back into degenerative knee, like knee arthritis, you can regenerate cartilage and your body's own ability to heal. And then there's natural ways to increase your stem cell production in your body, eliminating toxins, re restoring your health. So both systemically, musculoskeletally, there's processes to help the body regenerate from within. Mm -hmm. Wow. No, that is the next level stuff right there. And, and it's, it's funny how people think that there's always a pill or something you got to do to help them get better, but it's within us already. Um, it's just maybe not. Uh, I guess contributing our own body as effectively as it should be at that time. But I like that um, you kind of brought up the icing and stuff like that. I'm um, doing a lot of research now and on the damage response itself, 
you're totally eliminating all of that if you put ice on it, stuff like that. And it seems like swelling is good. Yeah, the exactly. Swelling is good. It's the protective recovery that, that's happening. And when we stop that from occurring, it may have the short-term benefits, like better range of motion, you know, quicker back to action. But long-term, it's delaying that, that blood and that important fluid in there that, that's necessary for healing. Mm -hmm. Anti-inflammatories like ibuprofen have negative long-term side effects. Cortisone will stop the pain today. Has very long-term degenerative effects unless done in macro um, nanogram doses. Opioids, yes, they cover up the pain, but they cause further degeneration, gut dysfunction, leaky gut. Just long-term, not effective. Anything that's out there right now has negative long-term effects. Even surgery. It's not that we don't believe in surgery. It should just never ever be the first-line treatment meaning you can't go bad from a back surgery. So if we haven't done prolotherapy, physical therapy, letting it heal on its own, um, all these first line modalities, then just covering it up or putting degeneration effect or surgery is the first answer when we haven't exhausted the safe, minimally evasive and effective treatments first. That's why we have unaffordable healthcare. The pharmaceutical industry, surgeons just jump right to the biggest money maker, not the safe, effective and conservative route, and it's cost our healthcare system billions upon billions of dollars. And that's why we've been, you know, contributed of the first line treatment needs to be nutrition and exercise is the prescription. Secondary is the safe, minimally evasive procedures that don't have the negative effect. And then, yes, the, the drugs and, and the surgery is the next line of treatment. And how this all began for us, if we started seeing how do we have consistent and predictable results, whether it's chronic pain or chronic disease? And one day a lady named Susan, when we first started, came through our practice and she was on 17 different medications. She had already had seven joint replacement, was in chronic pain, was depressed because at times when her pain is the worst, she couldn't even function. She wasn't able to do what she loved, run her businesses the same way. And at her worst, she contemplated suicide because there was no, no, um, hope our solutions that any of the surgeons or pain management doctors said, can't give you any more medication, there's nothing you could do, nobody had a solution. And she happened to see our ad for medically supervised weight loss. She knew she was about 50 pounds overweight, so she came to me when I was a personal trainer and I said, Susan, I don't know that I'm equipped to start you after I did her functional movement screening. So we got her over to Dr. Baumgartner. He did prolotherapy and PRP with her. We got over to the functional medicine doctor. He took the labs. We got her thyroid, her magnesium, her sleeping better. Um, we removed the sensitive foods from her body. Physical therapy started working with her, gave me corrective exercises to do that wouldn't injure her. Three months later, she was down 50 pounds off all but two of her medications and got her zest and vitality back. She still works out here today. She's referred over 50 patients to us. So somebody that was broken, written off in a healthcare system of chronic pain just didn't have the solutions and we found when we can a restore their health with fitness lifestyle and movement we can optimize their internal health with functional medicine IV therapies the right new suticals hormone balancing eliminate the toxic and disruptive foods for that individual and then when we could regenerate and rebuild their body with PRP stem cells or prolotherapy we started getting the world leading outcomes in the world networked and we were looked at as you said earlier as you guys are cutting edge and this is next level stuff 
but science, the evidence, this isn't stuff that we're just creating. There's just so much politics and money yeah. up level that this has been done for years. There is research, there is studies, but you know, we needed to prove it, did that outcomes. Now it's all out there. Now you see every healthcare system and professional sports are doing holotherapy and stem cells. Functional medicine's now the rave. However, they're still saying, oh, not really. It's because they don't do it every single day. Their confidence, their outcomes versus clinics like ours, we've been doing this every day for 10 years. That's why we got the Minnesota Innovation Award. It wasn't the medical community, it was patients saying, wow, look at these guys' results. And that's what we were able to leverage and show and provide a message of hope, educate consumers that there is hope if you're in pain or you don't have, if you suffer from arthritis. There are safe, minimally evasive, affordable solutions out there. Yeah. Wow. No, that is, and I guess a lot of people listening right now might think that sounds like a lot, like cutting edge stuff, but also sounds like a lot they might need to think they need to get into and do. And, you know, when they very first start, I'm assuming you guys get people that are like, wow, that's a lot I'm going to have to do. But in reality, the long term, it's so much, you said three months, three months down 50 pounds, everything was pretty much fixed. And you know, I like to really give people realistic expectations and goals with, say, my programming, right? It took you five years to gain this much weight. You know, don't expect it to be off in a month. But if you give them results and opportunity to get down there in a shorter period of time, their confidence, their everything else in their life is enhanced. And um, I guess I'm trying to say that if you are in the situation where you're going through exactly what JR is talking about right now, there is still a solution. And the solution is a lot easier than you probably think it is. Um, and what the media is not saying with the pharmaceuticals and all these different companies, it's, it's what JR is saying, and it's that actually utilizing things that has plenty of evidence, like you said, plenty of evidence, but it's just not been known to you yet. It's because of all these billions of dollars, you know, spent marketing and stuff with their- And brainwashing in the medical system yeah. and what they're trained, and they don't know this coming out. And some, it's called cognitive disoriance. If you know you're putting cortisone in somebody- and it was degenerative, or you're giving somebody a drug that you know hurts them, it's hard for you to admit, yes, that's wrong, and that's not standard of care, and they go to learn so much. Some of them, it's so difficult to become a doctor. Some of them, once they learn that, they only know that in the medication management, so that means you gotta go out on your own, you gotta go to new conferences and learn, so that's not the average mentality of those coming directly out of how they've been trained to do. It's the lifelong learners, those that realize, hey, America's great for emergency and traumatic care, but we've failed miserably when it comes to chronic disease and pain management. Just look at the statistics, the numbers. This isn't opinion. This is fact. Yeah. It's there. And you're right, Austin. Some people come in and they say, wow, our model is the solution for those that are looking for it. We meet people where they're at. So meaning, how do we solve pain point number one? Somebody comes in in chronic pain, we'll do something like nerve injection. Let's stop the pain down. But if you want something to get better, yes, I wish I could snap a magic wand. I wish there was a magic weight loss pill. Is yes, if your body's going to get better, you have to do therapy. Yes, if you are going to be at a normal BMI, you have to move or not, um, it, you not consume more unhealthy calories than what you're burning off. So there's some sort of, we call healthcare is self-responsibility care. You are the doctor of the future. You can make eating choices. You can move each day. But yes, you may not know the right structure or support or the medicine that can support you in the right way. And that's why you need a professional. But heck, our personal trainers, and that's why Dr. Baumgartner inspired me, Austin, 
He said, JR, I only get 30 minutes with these patients each day, or I mean, not each day, once a month, if that. You as the trainers and the health coaches get two to three hours every week to change habits, to change behaviors. And I don't care if you're, you don't want a macronutrient or eat paleo or, or keto today, let's start walking around the block. You don't need a gym or a personal trainer for that. Hey, you don't want to buy all organic, stop eating, you know, processed sweets. Make one move. Stop drinking pop today. That one habit is going to change your life long term for good. But when somebody comes in and says, JR, I'm willing to try everything and I'm desperate and I will do whatever you tell me. Yes, we will throw the kitchen sink at them because they're motivated. But those that have addictions that aren't ready to engage in everything, let's pick one core habit and let's build a lifestyle that is actually not short-term, that is not gimmicky, that is something we can sustain forever. Yeah, no, I agree 100%. And that's the main thing I've learned really now in coaching so many people is it's not necessarily giving you, you know, those people that you're talking about, they're very motivated to tell me exactly what to do and they'll do it. But there's also the people that are like, so engulfed in their habitual, the habitual, you know, remedies every single day. Um, and they just can't break it like that. Like we want them to and what they want to, but it's just not feasible at the time. So um, developing those lifestyle habits and actually the accountability and really, you know, every step of the way with them to eliminate one bad habit and then gain one good habit. I love that you said it doesn't take us the trainer to have you go walk around the block. That is exactly what I like to tell people too, is this, you don't need this engulfed fitness program and all this stuff that you have to lift five times a week for two hours straight or whatever like that. Just go for a walk for like 30 minutes in the morning. Yep. Start there. What you do need to is change your thought patterns and your belief patterns because that's what's showing up to your habits, how you're thinking, how you've been influenced as a child, um, the people that we associate with, our belief in that we can and sometimes it's not your fault. You may think, I just don't have the willpower to sustain from these sweets. Well, your cortisol levels could be really high. Your body's dumping all this cortisol. It's releasing ghrelin into your body. And you have no willpower because your body's craving these things. So when your hormones are out of balance, you're not sleeping. If you are off in those things, yes, the ability to have the motivation to work out Yes, the ability to subside cravings, break addiction is difficult, but that's where the medical intervention can help or why you need the support, the accountability, habit making to invest because when you pay, you pay attention. All those sub factors that will help adherence and success. And, you know, but if you don't, you know, I need a coach in my marriages, in my health, in my business. And they're submitting to having a coach and getting help from somebody that's very successful in areas of your life that want to be proved or where we all need to invest in areas that want improving. Yeah, no, I agree with hundred percent. I always have a coach in the same areas that you're talking about. I'm not married yet. Um, but uh, with the, you know, business coaching and my own nutritional and exercise programming, uh, I really invest because you're always a student, right? We can always get better and we're always learning. Um, so I totally 100% agree with you there. And you kind of tapped into kind of the next transition I was going to go into with um, the lifestyle habits and stuff like that. You talked a little bit about the chronic, the chronic you know, illness and chronic disease. And I know that you were telling me a little bit before the podcast of some, some different um, people you guys have helped. And the number one, you know, leading cause chronic um, heart disease or stuff like that. You know, 
tell us a little bit about somebody or, you know, some people that you've helped that, that has gone through that process for the people that are listening. Yeah, that was kind of our belief and why we added the medical fitness, the biggest loser that show came out. And like when the doctor told him, hey, if you're at serious risk of stroke, heart attack or disease here, we got to do something. And then they'd cry. And that's where we really believed that medically supervised behavioral lifestyle component was so important, not just the fitness and medicine being in two different silos. They don't communicate. They don't integrate together. That's where our healthcare system has failed. So the lifestyle and the behavioral exercise nutrition component was everything to us. So meaning we designed systems just like, for instance, Aaron, Aaron came in. In the t- typical diabetic world, you get a five-minute family practice visit. Here's your metformin. How are your blood sugars? It's onward. Versus Aaron came in and he says, and we listened to him. He says, JR, every time I try dieting, I do it. I drop 30 or 40 pounds, but I starve. And after one to two months, I'm starving. I, I'm, you know, I go right back to the same habit. He said, JR, I also have done curves and different workout programs, and it's the same workout over and over and over again. So we came in, we tested him, we did metabolic testing, found out he could be at 2,200 calories and still lose weight. We um, did his, his um, heart rate variability because he was having some heart play, tr- trouble, troubles and in, in, um, some blood pressure and some vagal issues. So we slowed him down and said, great, here's the heart rate. Even football style workouts instead of circuits that he resonated with. Um, after three months, he was down 50 pounds off all his diabetic medications, was so tickled to death that he could actually eat and not starve and lose weight. Like every other diet he's been on, he thought he had to be at 500 calories or 1,000 calories. It's the first diet he was ever able to not starve. And it's just like so many people in weight loss are brainwashed that it's starving. And it, and it certainly isn't starving for sustainability. It's the right choices, the right diet that fits your lifestyle or your health issues. Some people can eat certain foods because of your genetic predisposition or sensitivities they've built or something like that. So a customized approach where you can eat well and not starve and actually work out is the solution to diabetes. Yeah, 100%. And that's Notice how it's not a pill, it's not the metformin, it's the lifestyle change and understanding, like, JR, that's the number one thing when I start with clients is essentially what you just said is, I just, I just can't, you know, I've been, I've been eat, trying to eat chicken and vegetables, chicken and vegetables or whatever the heck, the lean meat and the, and the carb and like really low calories, you know, eating a thousand calories or, or less that you can do the ACG diet or whatever it's called that you do 500 calories, but mm-hmm. they do that and they gain it all back. I've heard it many times now. And so the initial response, very first week check-ins with my clients is, holy cow, I have to eat all of this food and I'm going to lose weight? Yeah. Like, it, it's true. And then they start losing weight and they're like, oh my gosh, this is totally life-changing because I can go out to eat with my family. I can you actually eat food and not feel like crap all day long because they don't have any carbs in their diet to give them any energy, right? So, yeah. so that, I hear that. I hear what you're saying there. It's definitely yeah. a huge thing. We teach them how to eat out, meaning how do you do this? How do you, you know, not have the bread basket there? How do you still learn how to ask for broiled or prepped? How do you get water? How do you split entrees? All those things is how to navigate and, but still eat what you want, do what you want, afford to fit it in there. And that's where so many people are, are disenfranchised that we have to starve. And it's never about eating less. It's about eating more of the right things and moderate you know, the, the choices that you make that you know aren't, you know, the, the best choices. 
yeah. you'd be just fine as long as we keep moving. Yeah. And that's where we, we're not dogmatic of whether you like yoga, walking, Pilates, running, strength training. Yes, we believe there should be some strength training in there to prevent osteoporosis, the metabolic benefits, the self-confidence, the lean body images. But man, there's a hundred ways to move where so many people are disillusioned now. Oh, I have to do this. No, you need to move and have movement in your life and it should be enjoyable. And yes, a little bit of flexibility and strength training go a long ways in that program. Yeah, no, I agree with you 100%. It's like I said, people think that they need this extensive, crazy weight loss, CrossFit or kind of program or whatever. But at the end of the day, if you like hiking, if you like going and, you know, doing whatever you like, bicycle riding, you know, anything like that, just moving. It's a simple, yeah. I mean, it's a lot simpler than people think it is. I like to say it's not rocket science, right? It's right. more calories than it takes your body to sustain the body weight. And once we, you can kind of figure that out, most people are like, how do I figure that out? There's plenty of calculators out there. I do, I do it a different way. But as long as you just throw the dart at the board, eventually you'll start getting better. With more repetition, you'll get that bullseye, right? And if you have a coach, so meaning, great, we get all these rules and we think it's dogmatic, you may see that your patient is eating chicken, breast, and veggies. You know they're going to burn out every day. So it's like, great, have a steak, have a piece of salmon. Do you not? Let's open this toolbox. They may say, great, I hate this food or none of these desserts are, here's a great dessert book. You know, it's just like we can change the playbook because we know that there's several ways. I, I've literally helped eight people lose 100 pounds. And I would say each one of them had a different type of customized meal plan that worked for them. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, there's another thing that most people come in and they're only judging it based on weight right? And there's so much other factors. So for instance, Jen came into our practice, she had heart disease, and she was below 30, 30 years old, smoke, um, sedentary lifestyle was well over 100 plus pounds, she came in in our ultimate transformation challenge. And she was trying to get pregnant her and her, her husband to be and she ended up losing 70 pounds. She took second place in our transformation challenge in three months but she got pregnant and she was mad because she wanted to lose a hundred pounds. They were you know, brainwashed this weight loss thing. And I said, your number one goal was, is you, you weren't able to get pregnant. That happened because you were moving, eating the right way, but don't worry about that hundred pounds. And unfortunately she had a high risk pregnancy. So she wasn't able to continue to work out through. Well, anyways, she had the, the beautiful baby, um, came back and joined her transformation challenge the next year. And one day we were in clinic and we heard a large scream. That scream in a medical and fitness facility isn't good. You're rushing out and saying, you know, hopefully somebody didn't have a heart attack or something. And she had finally hit her 100-pound weight loss goal. But at the end of the day, it wasn't the 100-pound weight loss that made me excited when she came in. We take what they call an internal bioscore that looks at your waist-to-hip ratio, your blood labs, your cholesterol, your H1Cs, um, all the, the factors of true health. And so we take an internal and external bioscore. Her bioscore went from a 55 internal, meaning her health and external at 60. And she had finalized when we retested at a 95 of both of those. So from very unhealthy, at risk, heart disease, 30 years old, obesity is happening in our younger generations faster than ever to completely healthy. So many people look at the scale as the only impact. We need to look at those labs. We need to look at our energy levels our ability to do things and run and hike and play those non-scale victories. Everybody's so centered around a weight loss when they join or put on muscle. And it's like, no, we need to measure health, consistency, 
longevity and habits and enjoying the process and finding the things that you love if you're truly going to change your life. I get if you want this short-term 30-day transformation, there's a fast way to lose weight if you want to look good on the cruise ship or your daughter's wedding. But if you want to live the longest and live the best while living longest, it's you need some customized help to get this right. 100%. I love it. I love it. And that's why um, people have obviously only, not only, but seen heavily the marketing from those bad diets, right? The huge, you know, the keto is pretty strong right now or whatever. I'm not saying those diets do not work, but if, it, if it's not sustainable, um, then it's hard to implement as the lifestyle, obviously. They're so, all, they all work if they're right. And I even see you asked about gastric bypass when we said, if somebody came in here and they had 150 pounds to lose and they're at serious risk of a heart attack, their joints were shot, couldn't move, I'd say have it. But when people lose that 100 pounds, they lose 50 pounds of muscle and they lose 50 pounds of fat. Yeah. And so if you go back to eating ice cream and all those factors and don't eat a healthier lifestyle or begin moving afterwards, then the mortality rates, the, the rise of disease and the survivorship longevity rate after that has occurred is dramatically impacted. So that can be one of the worst decisions you can make if you don't make change. Yeah. So it can be life-saving, but it's yeah. no different. If you're on medications to manage your diabetes and think you're okay because you have a medication to do there, that is you are needing a medication to keep you alive. Yeah. It should be, yes, let's manage pain or injuries or disease currently, how do we take self-responsibility? How do we get coaching? How do we get support? How do we customize to what works for us individually so we truly can change our lives? Mm -hmm. Yeah, 100%. That is, most people don't realize that that, that Band-Aid that they've acquired and habitually just kept taking day to day to day is what's keeping them alive. And so, look at that standpoint, their normal state, right? Like what they think is normal is them right now when they're just walking around very overweight and their knees hurting and their energy levels. They think it's normal, but if there's a light at the end of the tunnel that it's not normal, right? It's, it's totally not normal. And so that's, I feel like that's going to be your guys' biggest thing is acquiring clients is telling them, you know, this is not normal. You're you right. And that's such a marketing hook is if you are on a medication, it's not health. There, there's a reason you're on medication. And most people, when they're taking their metformin then or, or diabetes, are still eating the same way. Yeah. So meaning changes is, isn't happening. And, and that's, you know, putting people at serious risk. And people are dying younger. That affects your loved ones. Most people say when I do consultations, what's the most important thing in your life? And they say family, right? right. But if I'm a, a father and I'm 55 years old and you know, I have four, you know, teenagers and I don't, you know, make my health a priority. And even the moms who are out there that, you know, say, well, I got my kids and they come first. If you are not leading by example, they're going to follow in your footprint. If you are not providing the right meals for them, you are hurting their health and their future and longevity. So we just have to open up to say, yes, either internally, my hormones, my cravings are not right. Or yes, these choices are affecting not only me, but my family long-term. And B, I want the best for my family. I love them. They're number one. Health is wealth. You don't have your health. You find everything to chase it. You don't have, you know, the ability to function in your life. You do everything to get it back. But people think medication 
or just being what you call normal that 70% of our population is now either obese or overweight is normal. We've got that wrong. We've got it reversed in, in our mat and it's, and it's not our fault. Our systems and marketing, they've all made it acceptable, but that's who we typically help. The ones that want the better future, the ones that are sick and tired of being sick and tired, the ones that want results are tired of the, the healthcare system for chronic pain and disease management. Again, if I, I got a car accident today on the way home, there's no place I'd rather be. We've advanced in traumatic and emergency care. We've taken back seats to profits before people in the greed-based healthcare system. Awesome. Yeah. No, and at the end of the day, Jar, probably agree, you know, you don't want to be laying in your deathbed regretting, you know, that you didn't make that change because of that one reason you just said about your family or other reasons that are very important to you. And you didn't give yourself the opportunity to make that change, not only for the, yourself, but the people you're affecting around you. Um, and yeah, you'll be much happier in the process too. And the, all the memories and all the things that you'll be able to do with your loved ones um, will totally be, you know, like I said, you don't want to be in your deathbed and regretting the lifestyle choices that you, that you could have just changed once every day, you know? And so anyways, um, I like the, the lifestyle stuff. I love the medical fitness stuff. Um, I know we talked about that. We talked about some stem cell stuff and PRP. Um, what else? I know you have a lot more stuff that's going. Tell yeah. me a little bit what else is going on with uh, your companies and stuff like that. Yeah, so we talked about when people come from the lifestyle, how we have the medical fitness. We talked about the regenerative orthopedic. And our other core focus is functional medicine. So that's when we have people that are coming, maybe females that are suffering from menopause-like symptoms. Um, we have a lot of people coming for fatigue. They get sick and tired all the time, low libido, sexual dysfunction. And we can either do those PRPs and regenerative for male erectile dysfunction, for you know, um, incontinence, different treatments on the regenerative. Our hormones, we balance those so people don't feel sick, they don't feel tired fatigue, so more of those symptoms that if they go to their traditional care, they're just going to give them medication. We're giving the supplements, nutraceuticals, IV therapies, things that are deficient in our bodies to actually use their body's own ability versus medications to manage it. So that's the different philosophy. And no matter what, when people come, whether they're coming for pain or they're coming for weight loss, we can speed up the result when people invest in functional medicine. So yes, if I came in for fitness, yes, I can exercise, eat better, have the strong willpower, but if I balance my hormones and added testosterone, if I was deficient, I'm going to recover better, I'm going to recover faster, I'm going to, you know, have better energy. So those are all the things that I say can accelerate your process, your health, and your well-being while you're doing the lifestyle care that is foundational. Yeah, I, I funny actually, a little backstory um, not a lot of my listeners probably actually know this about me. I have not shared this very much, but I actually, um, last year, uh, very, very tough time for, for my health. Actually, I just didn't show it. Right. And, um, I actually developed a tumor growth on my pituitary gland. And so what that did was actually, um, my total testosterone dropped all the way down to about hundred uh, nanograms per deciliter. It was terrible. Um, and my life was totally different. You're not motivated. You have no drive at all. You're sleeping all the time. And the thing that the normal, normal route that a doctor or physician that's taught how to do it would be like, okay, let's see what you need. Everything and, looks normal. Yeah, 
Yeah, we're going to give you, we're gonna, you're going to be normal. Exactly. I've heard that so many times. thyroid medication or, or, or prescribing TRT or any of that stuff. But luckily, I have a very good friend. Um, I would love for you to meet her, actually, um, that does more of the functional medicine stuff. And we did a different remedies that's taken a little longer, but I'm, I didn't have to use any of TRT or anything like that. Um, the, everything is going really well. My prolactin is back down. So I'm, you know, using a couple different things, but uh, my testosterone is back up. I feel like a million bucks again. And that's the moments when you actually get to realize, you know, don't take life for granted because it could be taken away just like that, you know? You're 100% there. And, and I had the same thing, Austin. I just thought I had fatigue three years ago. I work hard, I, you know, put, put everything else, the business, my family, you know, my people in front of my health. So I used to be Mr. Fitness. I work out every day. We built, you know, something very big here at Rejuve and, and around the world now. So I let my health slip and I just thought I was fatigued. After traditional tests, they just don't show some of the things. I had to get advanced functional medicine tests, found out I had Lyme's disease. You know, yes, I go to the traditional route of antibiotics, but then I had to do IV therapy. Um, different functional medicine, parasites, um, detox, all the functional medicine world. And I'm probably 95% better, except for when I travel and get fatigued if I don't sleep or stay consistent and everything. But most people that stay in the traditional world, they're nothing but downhill. And that, that's the, the death spiral of, of functionality. Um, so yes, when they tell you your labs are normal, there's a difference between normal and optimal. Yes. And, you Thank know, testosterone is one of them. Thyroid is one of them. Vitamin D levels. Blank to 40 to 80 is normal. No, that can be pressed up there. Testosterone normal. No, thyroid is there's a way to make you feel better, function better, that is perfectly safe um, in, in a better level. So I recommend if you're listing and you only see a traditional family practice doctor, search your area for functional medicine practitioners not saying you got to go jump off all your medications or do anything that. It's just great. You have an accountant, right? Most of us have an accountant that do your taxes. You're usually going to get a better result when you have a wealth advisor, a financial manager, a financial planner. This is different. You can still have a primary family care doctor. Let's do somebody that specializes in preventative lab optimization as well. Same thing. You can have a great surgeon. That's one to have in your playbook, but great. You should probably go to a non-surgical expert to exhaust all options before surgery. So, you know, open up that playbook. You know, I get a lot of people don't know of this, how they've been brainwashed, but that's why you, you listen. That's why you grow and listening to the stuff. Now that you know, you got to dig a little bit deeper and know that you got more in your toolbox. Exactly. No, exactly. And I, getting different opinions from, and I'm really like pushing this functional medicine stuff a lot right now too, because I even went to endocrinologists specializing in hormones and I was still normal. And I'm like, I, I do not feel like a 22 year old kid guy, right? I don't, how you feel, how you're feeling tells a story yep. and then always try to trace it back to when did this begin or what hurt or what's a flare up? Cause there's a lot of triggers in that. There's lots of emotional connections to health. Um, so it's being aware. When is, did you feel right the last time? Where'd you go? Were you in Africa? Did you go up north hunting and fishing? Who are you around on a daily basis? Because sometimes, you know, all of our health sustains from our relationships, stress environments, things like that. So you got to pair back life changes and think to when you felt great, what's happened in your life? Where'd you go? That's kind of that root cause, you know, identification we have to become aware sometimes 
before we can really start to, to trace. Yeah, no, and not very many people think about their environment that they're in affecting their, their, their health that way, but your, your body and your human biome is with one with your internal health, meaning your you know, psychological health and everything like that, the stress, everything is an emotional trigger, what you're saying to trigger different hormones and different imbalances and stuff like that. And so I totally understand for sure what you're saying, because not very many people think about that. But if you're in a very, for example, a very pessimistic, negative environment all the time, it's going it, to hurt your health. It wears me out. It just, just wears me out, you know, and but right now you and me, like you're very energetic. I like to be very energetic and then to be in that environment really it's likes energy the, boosting. Energy. Yes. It's, it's a, it's your concern, you know, tummy together and adding on top of it rather than, you know, you're always a, 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 a result of your environment. Right. Correct. That's a great point. So for instance, many people come to their gym and they say, Oh, I got this figured out. And then they're getting great results in the gym or in the community together. They leave it. They stop seeing results. They start going back to the thing. It's not that you don't know what to do enough generally to get by. You're in the high five environment. You're in the friends that are doing that living. You're a combo of the people that you spend the most time with. So you need to be in community. That's part of being in a gym or a group fitness or getting a coach to keep you bright, keep you focused on you. You leave what made you successful in the beginning. Unless you completely got it down and you work out and you live that lifestyle and there's no way you are definitely saying, I'm going back to the way things used to be. Yep. Yeah, no, 100%. And so I guess kind of going a little deeper in that functional medicine, tell us some other, besides like the hormonal stuff and, and different uh, endocrinology and, you know, in that, what else do you guys do with the functional stuff? Yeah, so epigenetic testing. So essentially, I took mine a handful of, uh, um, a, a while ago right? I know that I have some issues, like I've been injured so many times, but my genetic predisposition is injury, stretching, flexibility. Um, my body doesn't absorb vitamin C very well. Um, I have a family history of heart disease and stress. So meaning how I carry out my life, why I'm feeling, you know, get injured, things of these things that I wish I'd have had when I was five years old or 10 years old, that would have been being like, JR, you make this choices, this is going to lead to disease and injury. So you're able to predict what you're going to deal with. Some people, you know, have a family history of cancer. Yes, that genetic predisposition is there. But if you don't do anything to prevent that, guess what? Likelihood is you're going to have that. If you know that, you have a history and you have this test smack in front of you showing, we can make changes that eliminate that risk or, or avoid that risk altogether. Um, food sensitivities, meaning, great, you could probably do an elimination diet if you don't have money. And yes, most people are sensitive to dairy, gluten, eggs. You know, there's the 12 main inflammatory foods that are out there. But heck, you could do a food sensitivity testing and get the answer right away saying, don't eat these things. So sometimes we know we shouldn't have cake and ice cream if we're trying to lose weight loss. But sometimes when we see it on a test, it's a little bit more than willpower. It's more of our health that we know. You know it's like I'm a diabetic and if I'm drinking Pepsi, I'm drinking battery acid. That's going in and exploding my cells, and it's bad. And I have that test and know that helps adherence on some level um, for a lot of people. Micronutrient testing. Functional medicine is looking at your normal labs, but micronutrient is looking at every antioxidant, every nutrient across your body. So we have so many athletes and Olympians that come through our program, right? They're operating, but their bodies are breaking down. They want to get the most advanced testing in the world. 
we can optimize every macronutrient, every, you know, um, vitamin, mineral without the body. And we've shown over and over on how to maximize performance, not necessarily doping, but competitive advantage of seeing how, you know, your body's, you know, you know, operating. You basically, you know, when you have that engine, you could have a mechanic back in the day going and search for things. Now you can hook that computer up and see shorthanded what's going on inside this engine. We can do the same thing with our health nowadays. Technology has gone so far enough. There's enough diagnostic testing um, and heart rate variability, digital pulse analysis, um, you know, all these biometric impedance, all these internal and nutrient testing, genetic testing that tell us how our engine's doing and performing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's so cool. That's like the stuff that I um, want to start getting into is that optimizing performance because you know, back in the day, it's just drink a gallon of milk and train your, your butt off, right? Or whatever. What we think is right and what somebody is saying, or we've been shown over and over, everybody has a different spin on medicine and what's healthy. Coconut oil is good. Coconut oil is horrible. Oils are good. Eggs are bad. Blankety blank. They work in a power lifting. They work in a fitness diet. It's you are different, Austin. So is everybody that I'm speaking to. So until you run those labs, until you know the foods that are good for you, until you know what's bad for you, you are taking everybody's opinion versus hook up to your computer, see what your body needs, is get with a coach who's going to run a playbook off of your systems, your strengths and weaknesses, and not what they believe to be okay. Yeah, yeah, and then your confidence goes through the roof once you get to that point because it's you, it's customized to you. And uh, I want to ask you with, uh, with that optimization of, the, the, especially the micronutrients and everything like that. Um, do you go into like looking at EKGs, EMGs, looking at different muscle responses with, you know, force production? I mean, the biomechanical side of things, do you guys do any of that? Or is it more of the, the deficiencies and more of like optimizing the, the, the micros and that sense of things? Um, we, we've invested in technology. Like we just had our cash practice success summit. So Yes, we have what they, they call CoreMax machines that are measuring your op- output. We do VOMAX testing, so with everybody's hooked up to heart rate monitors, so we are maximizing their output. Same thing if somebody's going straight out of cardiac rehab, we make sure that they're not pressing over a, a certain threshold. So there's a strong emphasis on exercise physiology, corrective exercise, neurokinetic training for people that the body and their kinetic chain isn't functioning all the way together. So different protocols, foam rolling, exercise based off that functional movement training, based off the heart rate variability testing, based off if they take the, the um, VO2 max testing. Some people, again, want to pay for results and speed. Some people won't pay for it. We, 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 we call our healthcare model is great. We can be the Kia, meaning it's very affordable. It's general health. That's the walking around the block, basic gym membership. That's your lab testing, everything insurance covers. Or we can be a Ford. We can have some upgrades, some different features. It lasts a long time, but then we also have the Bentley. People that are looking for performance, speed, luxury, we have that. So we definitely have those that want to shortcut speed, those that want to invest, those that want to maximize their health and have the means to do so, we do that. Kia will get you where you want to go, but it takes more work, and you're probably going to invest more over the long haul. Bentley is definitely going to get you there faster, but it's not for everybody. Yep. Yep. I agree. I agree. It's all where you're starting from, I guess you would say. Yeah. 
And so, yeah, so, I mean, you know, we went over a lot. Uh, we went over, you know, the remedies for, for combating going through surgery first, um, the lifestyle choices. So we really dove into like general population, how to help people and also with chronic disease and illness. We just went in a little bit with uh, performance with athletes and stuff like that, that they can enhance their performance, not through like, you know, uh, enhanced uh, PODs or like, you know, blood doping and all that kind of stuff, but to actually optimize their body um, can do a lot. I know it can. So um, we went through a lot of stuff. I guess I just want to ask you now, kind of like wrapping all this up, give us like, you know, you've worked with a lot of clients now and a lot of people that are probably viewing and listening to my, this podcast right now, people that are just like looking for direction. They're like, man, I want to lose weight. I'm like kind of on the, I'm like motivated, but I'm like scared to jump into something because it's that, you know, that barrier, right? Yep. So what would be a couple things that you would tell those people and how to actually get help that they need? Good question. So the, what we say is knowledge is power, but knowledge isn't transformational power. Action is. So once you know, then it's what you take action on is how you can change your life. So meaning if somebody's just beginning and they want to get to the root cause, we believe nutrition and exercise is the foundation to help. Without it, it's managing sick care. So if you're looking for an online and personalized coach, you're, you're an authority, Austin. You, you've known how to customize. You're an expert and transformational coach. So if somebody's looking for amazing coaching and being online, pick, you know, an expert in like weight loss. If you're looking to strength train and join the Olympics, pick a coach that does that every day, you know, so go to an expert of what you're trying to do for your general foundational health. Then for those of you that listen and said, well, healthcare, what are some of those things that it did? Knowledge is power. So I'd be happy. I'd like to direct you to our website, www.rejuvemedical.com. And Dr. Baumgartner, my partner's best-selling book just came out. It's called Regenerate, How to Heal and Regenerate the Body Without Drugs or Surgery. So that breaks down. We only had a short 45 minutes to cover a lot of ground today. That's basically the whole blueprint of knowing your options. So even if you live in Florida or you're listening to this in Germany, this is you know more of the guide of who to try to find, like we said. Who's the right person non-surgically? Who should you go to functionally? What tests, what labs should you be looking at that actually restore and regenerate versus just what cover up? And then ultimately, like I said, when you can integrate lifestyle components with either non-surgical care that, that is effective or functional medicine, we believe those three things, when people are going through all three of those together, can truly restore and regenerate health without drugs or surgery that you are the doctor, if you are owning that, if you come in with diabetes today, yes, there's not a magic plan. You may need to work with somebody for six to 12 months. If you come in and you got chronic pain right there, you can't go from chronic pain to 100% healed without doing some work, some physical therapy, some lifestyle changes, and getting some good treatments. However, keep fighting. There is hope. We see life transformation. And hey, if you want to come to the most integrated practice in the world, People fly all over from the world to come to practice just like ours or email us or put contact us. We have 70 some doctors around the world that I'd be happy to refer you to that are doing these type of, of medical procedures and, and functional medicine visits. So never give up, know your options and take action on what you know. I love it. I love it, JR. And um, this guy has a very, obviously a lot to offer you guys, um, a lot of different resources at his disposal for you guys to help 
uh, in any situation it honestly sounds like. And so what I'm going to do is actually, you know, put all of his contact info, his email, website, you know, phone number for the, you know, all the different places. I'm going to put it in the description box um, so you guys can contact him directly. I'm also going to put mine in there too if you have questions for me. Um, but JR, I want to thank you so much for, uh, for getting on the podcast today. A lot of information that we just covered in a short period of time. I love it. Yeah, thank you for all you're doing for the industry. It's it's we we we're saying the online authorities that get results like you that are the new health coaches slash mental coaches slash personal trainer advisor coaches are the future of healthcare. You combining with the, the general consumers, medication, like I said, that's management. That should only be needed if you're in chronic pain or trying to figure out the root cause all the work comes into what, what we can do. I transfer more lives as a personal trainer than any medical system ever will. It's just sometimes you need the medical teamwork and partnership to really, you know, combine to be on the same page of what we can do here. Yeah, no, I agree. And, and once, like you said, your vision, I love it so much. It's the redefining of healthcare. And once you get that implemented with the lifestyle coaching I mean, it's just like you can't beat it, you know? And so yeah. once that happens, a lot of stuff's going to start reversing in our whole entire country, and it's going to be, um, you know, less suicide rates probably, less, you know, overweight and, and different diseases that nobody's even heard of yet coming up because of these lifestyle choices and things that are in our foods and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Think so, about depression. Exercise is the number one solution. The, the drugs cause more problems, heartaches and everything. Getting in community, communicating, moving each day. It's the best depression medication there is. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Well, yeah. Thank you again. Um, I really appreciate it. We'll have to have you on again. I know you're just so busy. He's flying. JR is flying all over the place. He's, he's actually giving uh, conferences. He's speaking conferences and doing a bunch of stuff. He's a really, really great guy, and I'm glad to have you on today, JR. So, we'll, uh, yeah. So, we'll, we'll, we'll uh, get him on here again hopefully soon. But, like I said, I'll have all that info in the description box, and uh, we'll talk to you guys next time. Thank you all. Appreciate it.